Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. It's Joe and Joe, and of course, I guess. I don't know. I guess I'm the bad Joe, and I got on the line the good Joe, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you're the good Joe today because you got to see a crazy uh, race and an insane finish live. So. Yeah, I know. I was in it, man. Of course, I covered the race. I got lots of interviews and lots of great sound from lots of different drivers. And we're gonna get into, we're gonna dive right into it right now. We're gonna dive right into it. Like um, I was gonna use an example. You ever seen those people like? That, that do like the diving uh cliff dives in like Fiji. Oh yeah, no, I, you won't catch me dead doing that. Yeah, we're gonna dive right into it like one well, of those cliff divers, okay? Okay. So uh yeah, I was at my and I talked to lots of drivers. God, I don't know how many. And this is like in the pre race, okay? They're like you know those media bullpen scrum things we do. Uh yeah. you know. They're kinda cool, I guess, sometimes. Sometimes uh some people can be annoying. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about drivers. I'm talking about other media members. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but fans, it's funny. It's, but I don't want to get into it real quick. I'll, just, well, I'll brush out real quick because we're to talk about the race. But sometimes other media members are so concerned about other media members. And they talk about other things. And they talk about other media members. Guess what? Fans don't give a crap, okay? No, fans don't care about the media members, okay? So there you go. Anyway, yeah. they don't. I mean, they, they want to know about the favorite drivers. I mean, are we really concerned, like, say with another sport, are really, are we really concerned about what Evan Schefter has to say about Ed Warder? Exactly. Right, no, I, okay. I've been there right alongside and seeing it firsthand. It, it, it's kind of crazy in there sometimes. Right, exactly. Anyways, but I talked to all these drivers, and in the pre-race on that theory, they were saying, oh, this track is stupid. I don't like this concept. It's dumb. I don't like it. Blah, blah, blah. Boy, how about that finish? And uh, those fans were up on their feet, and it was a great race. I know some of those, some crazy crashes and stuff, okay, but it was an exciting race, and you can't get asked for a more exciting finish, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, even with, like, even with, like, 50 to go, right around, like, you you know, or you remember the Cindric move to make it four wide for the yeah, lead? Yeah, oh, that was great. Right around when that happened, like, maybe just before it, I had, like, tweeted out saying, like, this is like one of the best races I've seen in a very long time. And then, right. then we had all those restarts and all that crazy racing just leading up to the finish. Like, right. yeah, that was, I, I, I've been only, this is my fifth season now watching full time. And uh, I'd have to say that's probably the best race I've ever seen. Right. I, I tell you what, I tell you what, so I got all these, all these, all these drivers saying this stuff. Why don't we go and hear what they have to say? This is all the cup series drivers I could interview and this is what they had to say. So let's go to it right now. You're a game for anything, and what about this package here 
that we have here at Atlanta. Are you for that? or? I don't know yet. I haven't experienced this one here with this cup car, so um, TBD on that side. Okay, you seem excited. Yeah, yeah, That's I am. That's great. I am. I've, I've, enjoyed, I've enjoyed the reconfiguration. I, oh, really? Obviously. That's the only one? Well, I mean, old Atlanta is for sure probably my top two or three favorite racetracks of all time, but, you know, you got to come here. you got to race mm-hmm. twice a year. I think just I've learned to embrace that and look forward to doing the same thing here with the cup car. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to bear results, but... Um, I think having a bit of an outlook that you actually enjoy going some of the races. Get there. I was going to say, with that positive attitude, you can actually go places. A lot of people I talked about didn't have that attitude. Now you got so positive that you were saying you put that mindset out there, you know, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way I try to approach life. I mean, that's great. Uh, yeah, you, you get one shot at it, so it may as well go through it with a smile. Right, awesome. That's great. Thanks. And uh, what about this configuration? Are you finally settled in with this new Atlanta? Do you like it? Are you for it, against it? Uh, it's it's changing every time we come here. I think it it was the most grip it ever will have when mm-hmm. they first repaved it, and every time we've came back, it's lost grip. So um, it's to my to me, it's not the same place. It's it's early in its life, but it's changing quickly. And uh, I was gonna ask you one more thing: is now you're partnered with Bush, and I see all kinds of advertisements everywhere I go. I see you with the Bush thing. Is what's it like being partnered with a sponsor that's been in racing for decades? Yeah, that's that's everything with mm-hmm. with Bush Light and AB Brand to to get integrated in and. And be their their guy, right? For Bush Light, it's um it's absolutely incredible to see it everywhere. Okay, so yeah, that's what they had to say. That was in the pre-race. Interesting. Okay, and now I don't. You know what's interesting is the only person that said anything good and was excited about racing was Daniel Hembrick. He was really happy. <laughs> uh, that thought was interesting. Uh, actually, if you watch the Racing Experts YouTube uh, page, I actually one of my predictions I said the three people to watch out for were Kyle Busch. Corey LaJoy and Daniel Hamrick and because I because the way Hamrick was telling me and sometimes you got to have that positive attitude going into something like that right yep yeah no, I, I had Hamrick bet for the 500 right so I think he's gonna do good things this year uh he hasn't really done much so far but he I like he'll turn around uh same thing with uh Michael McDowell who was up there and lad got involved in a wreck and all that stuff and he just stuff came back in a fast car had electrical issues with the 500 I bet he'll be doing good. I bet maybe he'll knock off a win or two and get in the playoff. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, fantastic effort so far for McDowell. Like, right. obviously, qualified in the front row both both uh, races so far. And uh, what, he finished eighth, it looks like? Yeah, eighth. And led 27 laps. Yeah, he's been he's been really uh, he's been really quietly, like, I mean, not even quietly. I mean, he's been running at the front of the pack the whole season so far. Right. Um, and, yeah, and you know who else? I think, I think this could be the reason McDowell also makes the playoffs. Is Todd Gilliland? How about Todd Gilliland? Mm-hmm. He's turning around, man. Todd He's turning around. And yeah, it has been two super speedways, so I guess we have to see it on some other types of tracks. But I mean, they both looked really good. They did, yeah. They're gonna turn around. Todd's definitely gonna turn around, and I think it's gonna be a breakout season for him. You know, I really do think so. And uh, I know Todd for a while. I know his dad back in the day. And I've had him interview his dad a few times on my site, and uh, and actually, my site DoorStopNation.com was a sponsor for his dad back in the day, uh, many many years ago, 2011. So, but yeah, that's great. I hope to see him turn around because I know the family and he's a great kid, and uh, that'd be awesome to see him turn around. But yeah, man, it was a crazy race, man. I don't think we're ever gonna see a finish like that again unless we see a four wide finish. But dude, I mean, you remember seeing that? You ever seen a highlight? It was an IndyCar race. At Chicago Land more three years ago. Did you ever seen that one three wide finish? I don't think I have. I maybe I'm yeah. forgetting. I don't think I have. Yeah. 
There was. You should take a look at that. And that was just like this NASCAR race, man. I'm telling you. And actually, you know what? I got some interesting sound. Okay, so Kyle Bush finished third, okay? And, you know, Kyle sometimes gets mad about things, and I understand that. But I asked Kyle what he thought of it, and uh, why don't we go to a Kyle Bush right now? And all the races you've been in, Kyle, is this uh, probably the most craziest finish you've ever been a part of? Um, no, not really. I think that <clears throat> there's been some crazy races before, but, um, you know, I'm glad people are talking about it and, uh, and making representation that it doesn't look easy. It's not easy. And, um, you know, at least showcase some of the skill and the things that uh, we all have to do out there. And on the bright side, I know you didn't get to win, but Cheddar's going to be all over the highlight reel. Yeah, gonna give it, you know what I'm saying? I know you get to win, but... Yeah, no, I, I wanted to win because I wanted to be able to have a free number eight special on Monday at Cheddar's, you know, so... Um, but that sponsors me happy. It's going to be all, all over the highlight reel, so all, it'll, be, it'll be trending over for sure, I'm, right? I'm, I'm sure they're thrilled, so we had a good day. Okay, thank you. That's great to hear from Kyle Bush, yeah. You know, actually, it's interesting. I made, I raised a very good point. Is, you know, here's the thing is, the 500 being on the Monday night, and I'm sure some people saw it and everything. I'm sure it did get a good rating and everything. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes, you know, if something doesn't really happen that's that major, sometimes your ESPN and stuff and your major media outlets won't even mention NASCAR at all, period. But yeah. a finish like that, when we saw in Atlanta, that's going to get coverage everywhere, and that's going to be a viral moment and be shown outside of the NASCAR bubble, right? Yeah, I believe they I believe they had it at uh number 10 on Sports Center top 10, which if you ask me, I um, I really question who put nine plays in front of that, but mm -hmm. I don't uh, I'm sure I'm sure Sports Center top 10 had some sort of thing like something like from the WNBA or some sort of women's soccer league or some yeah. sort of league that you never heard of, you know. Uh but uh but no, man, I know exactly, but uh, you know, it's interesting because the, that's the day after the 500 last Tuesday. I listened to WFAN all day long, and they mentioned Daytona 101 times. So, but sometimes, you know, something like this, this three-wide finish, uh, you know, it goes outside the NASCAR bubble. You know what I'm saying? Because I think some people just think the things they have in NASCAR, you know, we just talk about NASCAR in our circle, and that's it. But something like this, this is going to be mainstream. I told that to Kyle Busch, man. I was like, yeah, I know you, got, you didn't win. It sucks and everything. But think about your sponsored cheddars, man. They're going to be get exposure everywhere. You know, it's like even outside of our bubble and, and, and mainstream, even your local stations all across the country will be showing that. Yep. Yeah, and, no, it's crazy. Like, even, like, I, I saw a bunch of accounts that don't usually post, like, NASCAR stuff, like, posted immediately like i think i think bleacher report posted it um don't quote me on that i'm pretty sure i saw it was bleacher report but um i know espn posted it um and yeah i think also just coming off of like the documentary and yeah. i thought the 500 was going to be a huge thing with the documentary and it kind of sucked that it got pushed to monday but i still thought i thought the 500 was a great race personally i mean me yeah too. The i sucked, did too but the ending sucks whatever fun but then you followed up with this, like, that's a huge, like, run here. Like, or that's, like, really good timing with, like, having this, a race that good, like, right. come right on the heels of the uh, uh, Netflix. Oh, I know. And, you know, what's funny is uh, you have a race that good and good and that finish, and some people were upset about the 500. And, actually, Kyle Bush and a few other guys did a pre-race uh, press conference, and they were saying, oh, I didn't like the 500. Guys are just racing around trying to – 
not you know fuel mileage and they weren't racing full throttle and nascar needs to look into it cause they weren't going with full throttle but you know how long this fuel mileage thing's been around nascar since day one okay mm-hmm. there's nothing new you know what i'm saying like some people are mad about it but it's like you tell me that there hasn't been fuel mileage races in the history of nascar come on please you know and, and if it was the guys were still going three wide it's not like the guys were single file in the 500 they're still going three wide and you know yeah okay i guess they ain't wrecked, but these guys are the best, most talented drivers in the world. Of course, they have to make dumb mistakes. You know, this is not the truck series. Yeah, and like, and like a lot of that fuel mileage saving, at least in the 500, that was early in the race. Like, right. I guess I would rather see that than see like the wreck that transpired towards the end happen like two laps in, like like we saw in Atlanta almost. Like, right. a lot of cars survived that, but like lap two you got a huge wreck collecting i don't remember how many cars but um so like yeah don't get me wrong do i want to see him do the whole fuel mileage saving thing no but is it better than getting like the entire field wrecked on like lap five right so exactly so so, yeah i mean no i know and uh, people are complaining about it but whatever people complain just complain about things i swear I, I did not think the 500 is a bad race. I've seen worse 500, seriously. I haven't watched them forever. But the people just love to complain about things. I think they just love to hear the voice and, and, and them just say stupid stuff because they're just saying stupid stuff. That could be said a lot of people. I was just interacting with some of the other media members, and I was just thinking my mind, you know. And these people, I don't know, I guess they're so wrapped up in themselves. I don't know they actually think what the fans think. They think what they think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, I don't want to name any names, but it's like, come on, what are you guys doing? You know, but uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm just like a normal person. I'm not normal because obviously I'm crazy, okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're somewhat normal, I think, okay. But I'm mm-hmm. a crazy lunatic, but I don't think I'm better than anybody. You know what I'm saying? No, I think yeah. everyone's better than me. What the hell, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah. but, but uh, it was it was great. It was great being in Atlanta and everything. Don't get me wrong. And uh, the Xfinity race was okay, I guess, and the truck race was whatever. But uh. He actually, you know, I tell you what, there was a guy, nice kid, a good kid, a young kid. He made his first ever Xfinity Series start, and um, he, he raced in late models and stuff. And he made his first, very first start. He's so excited, and I got a chance to interview with him his pre-race and his post-race. His name is Nick Litz. He raced for DGM Motorsports for Mario Gosselin, who's a good friend of mine uh he's been on my show numerous times over on joe's variety hour on joe's variety dot club so anyways i got to interview nick before his very first race and i got to interview him post race and here are those interviews right now here with nick lynch uh before the uh, xfinity race nick what's like partying with dgm um you know it's the first first time here mm-hmm. first time with him as well so it's gonna be a learning experience for sure learning the draft and, and everybody how that all works so excited and a little nervous but we're you know ready to go and stay out of trouble and be there in the end for main goal and you say nothing about big things and great things ahead in the future for you right right i'm doing this one and then vegas and then uh we'll try to get some more scheduled with the 92 car because everybody at dgm has been fantastic great people so excited to work with them and uh bring home a good finish thank you sir appreciate you. uh nick i gotta ask you what did you think of your first start oh man that was a blast. Yeah. I had a ton of fun. I, I mean, I don't even. That was the most fun I've ever had in a race car. I'd like to do it again whenever they do it, and mm-hmm. I think July or something. So, if we can. That'd be really cool. Um, 
I didn't pull out a line there, I think we would have had a strong finish and save a little fuel. We ran out there at the end, but other than that, these guys did a great job. Can't thank DGM Precision Measurements enough for what they did. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm sure DGM is happy the car is yeah. not one scratch on it, right? Right, right, just a little bit on the, oh, the right front, the left oh. front fender. But other than that? Yeah, other than that, we'll go to Vegas with a strong piece, I think. So awesome. Excited for that. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Yeah, wow, that was great. Imagine making your first ever start at Atlanta. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, especially yeah. with the especially the configuration now. Yeah, that's uh, throwing you right in the hornet's nest. Right, but hey, that's the way you got to do it, man. You know what I'm saying? So, and he ran a good race. He was so excited about it and you know, didn't really wreck at all and that much damage at all. So, he's really excited about it. And good kid. Yeah, good attitude on him. And I think hopefully he'll go places and be a big star one day. Maybe one day, years from now, if I'm not dead, uh, they'll play that clip and say, hey, look at the guy's first interview, you know, was with this guy that's dead, you know. Hopefully I'm not dead, though. <laughs> but, um, or in jail. But one of the two. Uh, but, yeah, the truck race is whatever. Okay, we got to move on to uh, Vegas this weekend. Uh, are you going to go? Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, okay, good. Maybe you, you'll get interviews and you get the interviews and you can send them to me. We'll plan for it next week right here on Joe and Joe. And, of course, um, You'll have all this stuff. and Okay, so Vegas. All right. If you're going to bet on anybody, who are you betting on? You know, I was actually thinking about this in the shower right before we uh, got on the uh, call here. And uh, yeah. you know who I'm going with? I'm going with Brad Kay. I think Brad Keselowski. Ooh. Yeah, Ford's always do good there. I'm uh, not sure what the odds look like, but. Mm -hmm. He's, he's uh, due. And Brad Keselowski is definitely due for a win. I like that. Um, boy, you know what? Um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with William Byron because not only did he win the 500, but he's always led a lot so after in Vegas and he always does good there. So I'm going with William Byron to win it. Um, I think it should be a good race. I don't know. Uh, you know, it should be all right. I don't think it should be great or anything because last year the mile and a half were all great, but Las Vegas, okay? Yep. So uh, I don't know. It's something about that track just has never really put on that great races like Atlanta, you know. But uh, but yep. it should be okay. I, it should be okay. I guess someone should be that bad. Uh, okay, how about a uh, good bet, sleeper pick, maybe, to pick uh, to be up there? You know who was up there actually had a good run that we forgot about was uh, Kaz Rala. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he was, was up, up there, there quite a bit. Yeah. yeah so you, want, you, want, you want a value pick? You want a good value pick for your bet? Put some money on him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm pulling up the uh, odds right now. Give me one second. Yeah, well, you know, while he pulls up the... Uh, the good Joe, the good son, pulls up the odds. Uh, the good son, of course, I was mentioning that before. It was the movie with the evil Macaulay Culkin. I was telling you about that. Have you looked up yet? Uh, oh, which one? Uh, remind me the name again. I'll look it up after uh, we get the off here. The good son. The good son, starring Macaulay Culkin. Okay, you know, I haven't I haven't looked it up yet, but I will look it up. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking. Oh, wait, that is last year. Hold on. Um, yeah, yeah, looking for this year's odds at the Pennzoil 400 at, at uh, Las Vegas. Uh, you know, dude, I wish I was going. I was there last year. I'm not going to go this year, but that's okay. I was just in Vegas a few weeks ago anyway, so it's okay. I think, um, but, uh, why am I, I'm not getting the odds anywhere. I don't know why it's not coming up. For oh, well, that's okay. Well, you know, I'm assuming, you know, it's, it's oh, here we go. Oh, I you got him, finally? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I would consider this a super value pick, but I do think uh, Tyler Reddick, plus 1,600, yeah. I think that could be, that 
both him and Brad Keselowski are plus 1600. The favorites, Larson at plus 550. I, that, I mean, that's a pretty safe pick, but, um, I like Keselowski and Reddick. Those are two, I think, if okay. I was looking for some, someone lower down on the, uh, odds. Okay. Uh, of course, I'm going to go with somebody like, I was going to say William Byron. What's William Byron's odds? William Byron is second at plus 600. Okay. And what about Kaz Brawla? Is he even on it? Uh, on this, Kaz Brawla is, this is, of course, I go on the one and I finally get the odds and they only show the top like 15. Oh, so he's not okay. in the top 15, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure his odds are pretty long, but you never know. I mean, he's ran pretty good the last two weeks, so. Yeah, Kaz Grala. Does that sound like somebody that's in, like, Street Fighter? Yeah, yeah. somebody you, like, if you if you put that name in the uh, UFC, I wouldn't be shocked. Right, exactly. But, uh, no, he's a guy, actually, I talked to him before the race, actually, uh, the cup race and everything. I thought, oh, I should talk to BJ McLeod. He's a great guy. I talked to him before the cup race, too, right before they got in his car. And he I ran an open car, and he's, he's I like BJ loves to do it. I I mean, some guys do it for the money, and obviously they want to make money. Obviously, make millions of dollars, and good for them. But I think BJ does it because he loves it. And there's no way he's making any money doing it, running an open car, and the way he's doing it. But I think he wants to go out there and race, and you know, do his own thing, be the only open car out there, and just do his own thing. I respect that, and I talk to BJ all the time. And I've always gotten along with BJ, and um. Yeah, BJ's been great uh, to me and, and my site over the years. And, and you know what? I tell you what. So, uh, how about we go to that Kaz Rala and BJ interview right now? I'm here with BJ McLeod right before the race here in Atlanta. And BJ, I was going to ask you, you got an open car. What other races you plan on doing this season? Uh, we're going to do both uh, Talladega's, uh, the other Daytona, and uh, the other Atlanta right now. Okay, and I'm looking at the car. Uh, you got uh, working on some sponsorship deals. How can people contact you and your team to get some sponsorship so you can run more cup races? Uh, easiest way is just reach out through the website or social media. Okay, awesome. Hey, uh, what do you think of this little crowd here, Atlanta? Man, it gets bigger and bigger every year, right? I mean, you're coming forever, right? No, it's awesome, man. We're uh, we're, we're very thankful for the fans we got out here and uh, looking forward to putting on the show. Yeah, BJ is great. Yeah, hopefully he gets some sponsors and runs a few more cup races. You know, I think he just wants to do it and just go out there and have some fun, and why not? You know, it's uh, it's great. I love anybody that loves racing like that. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's great. Uh, what about the Xfinity Series race uh, this uh, Saturday? Who do you got there? I'm going to go with um, with Justin Allgaier. What do you got? Yeah, I like Allgaier could be good. Um, this might be a – I mean, this isn't going to be any sleep or anything, but I think – the way Jesse Love's ran the past few weeks, I could definitely see Jesse Love uh, winning this race. I think he's kind of proven that he belongs at the, in the Xfinity Series, and I think uh, that car's ran too good. Like, obviously ran out of fuel, like, right at the uh, uh-huh. last restart there. So, well, uh, uh, that was this race weekend. last year. Did he? Re- or did he? Yeah. In uh, trucks? No, like Xfinity Series. I'm pretty sure he won the Xfinity race there last year, so... Uh, was that in the uh, in the spring? Yeah, the twenty one. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was bad transportation. Yeah, uh, okay. And, and, yeah, Austin Hill has been on roll, but yeah, but you're right. Jesse Love definitely can win. Okay, here I got a good question for you. So if Richard Childress can pick one guy, say Austin Dillon retires, because Austin Dillon really is not afraid or anything, but say he retires or RC says to him, "Hey, grandson, you know I got these two guys coming up." 
right, who do you pick if you're Richard Childress, Austin Hill or Jesse Love to move in the number three car? Hmm. Probably right now I'm leaning Hill, but I don't know. I mean, Jesse Love's hopped in here and looked really good, so I would probably yes. lean Hill for now. Right. But I that's see, just I, I see Yeah, you know, couldn't you see, by the way, in the future that Austin Dillon like retires to I me? Mean, he's been racing about ten years. I mean, he's had his fun. I mean, he's not he's not that great or anything, but I mean. You know, why not? You know, you already did all you can do. Why not? You're not going to do any better than what you're doing, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how many more years they're going to, especially for a team that of that prowess in the sport, I don't think they're going to keep running him out there year after year and just not win any races. So, was right. it last week? Uh, was it a long time ago. Texas or Darlington? Or no, that, uh, it was said, Texas. It was Texas. He wanted Texas. He wanted at the Coke 600, he won the Daytona of 100. I don't know how to. Dude, yeah. Here's the thing about Austin Dillon. He won the 500 because he wrecked Eric Amarillo. He won yeah. the Coke 600. He won the Coke 600 because everybody else ran out of gas, okay? And I guess he won the Texas race pretty much outright. Well, those other two wins were lucky, okay? Yeah. And he's been lucky for his whole career pretty much, okay? Here's the thing if he buys like a lottery ticket tomorrow, he matches the numbers and he wins the Mega Millions, like that might happen. Yeah, but here's here's what also another thing is, I hate to say it, I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Sometimes when you're really lucky like that, and you have the right place and the right time and the right things happen, sometimes your luck runs out. Yep. You know, I hate to say it, but it's true. And any aspect of any the any walk of life, sometimes you just your luck runs out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate to say that. I don't want to say anything but negative, but that's the God's honest truth. So, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe he'll go to the truck series like his brother Ty Dillon is, you know. And, and the truck series, you know, they, they're okay, I guess. Um, you know, they don't really have, uh, they didn't have any full people. Hey, how about this one? They didn't have anybody miss the race. Okay. But they didn't have a full field truck. And they mm-hmm. probably won't this weekend because I saw the entry list. Okay. Is, do you think people in a truck series eventually it will become like the Arca series where it's only like 20 trucks out there? I could see that with, with, I mean, the truck series has always been a little crazy, but, um, I could definitely see it kind of going in that route. Right. Cause I really don't see much going on there. I like the truck series and everything, but it just seems like these days is if you, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous, but do you remember back in the, I guess you don't know if you were alive then, but, Back in the day with Jerry Springer, okay, Jerry Springer would have a he would have a commercial during his show, and says, uh, "Are you in a secret love affair? Tell tell us one eight hundred nine six Jerry and tell us about it." You know, <laughs> okay. So it's like, and the truck series is like, "Do you have a rich dad and do you <laughs> want to race? Call one eight hundred truck series and tell us about it." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's I mean that's. Over half the field, it seems like in the truck series. So the rich dad series. There's rich dad, poor dad, like the book, right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's funny. It's, uh, Norm Benning, who I don't know, he hasn't really tempted many uh, truck races lately. But I mean, I was gonna say, I guess he has a poor dad, but I mean, Norm is like seventy. I, I don't think Norm's dad is alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. If yeah. he is, if Norm's dad's alive, you have to be like a hundred, right? I mean, people live. Long lives? I don't know. 
But uh, there are some people in the truck series that are just there because they're, they're there. But uh, Spencer Boyd, actually, who got a top five last week in the Daytona race, he's doing good. Actually, I know Spencer, uh, and it's really funny. We actually have a funny story. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 